Put your hands together for old men in sweat. Old men in sweat. Put your hands together, y'all. Mary B. Tommy T. We're going to have a good time tonight. Let's go, let's go. It's old men in sweat. All right here, all right here. Old Men of Sweats, Barry D and Tommy T. And this is our program brought to you about the by the Believe Network. We're doing NCA March Madness Sweet 16. We're going to do some bookie beatdown bets for Friday, March 24th. Four fantastic games. All right, Tommy T, let's start it out here. Let's go. Ooh, this is good. San Diego State, Alabama. Alabama's favored by seven and a half. Where's this game at? Uh, Kentucky. So it's basically a home game for Alabama, right? It's Louisville, Kentucky. It's got to be. It's it's a KFC Yum Center. Yeah, it's it's the one in Louisville. Okay, so it's not. Yeah, you know why it says Yum KFC Yum? You know why it says KFC Yum Center? Because Yum Food Products owns KFC. Oh, I didn't know that. I never. Even they own a that. lot of food. Yeah, there's a brand called Yum Foods, and they okay. own KFC and all the all these like ten different unbelievable big brands. That's okay. why they had to throw that Yum in there. But um, that's basically a home game for Alabama. I know everybody's just going to say right off the bat, you know, Alabama, but maybe Old Men of Sweat's got a little different angle here. I mean, you know, the surfer dudes from San Diego State—they could play defense. Uh, so well, I don't know. San Diego State. San, they, this team does not play like the region that they're from. There's nothing no. easy going. There's nothing SoCal easy going about this no. team. Uh, that guy Dutcher, uh, the the, court, the coach is Dutcher. I don't know if his name is Brian Dutcher or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. His father coached up in Minnesota forever. But this guy Dutcher, he's he's like the coaches. He's like um, um, Mick Cronin at UCLA. He's like Tom Izzo, Michigan State, and he's like that Barnes at Tennessee. Is all I love defense. that. All defense. This team, this team will beat you up defensively. Again, they're not they're not a, a good scoring team, but Alabama's not going to have an easy time with this team. This team well, that's big. what I mean. Like, is this is this game the game where Alabama feels some pressure? You know, Sweet Sixteen, and they don't shoot as well. I mean, let's face it. Look at what look what they played. They played they played um Furman, and then what's this other team they played? The college. What's that one they played? Um. What's the name of that team? Who they? Charleston. They played Charleston, right? And so far in the tournament, they played nobody because they deserve it because they're a number one seed. Yeah. And they're, they're the overall number one seed, correct? Correct. Yes. Right. But now, you know, this isn't an easy task. I'm sorry. San Diego State played Furman and Charleston. Alabama played Maryland. And uh, this, and then they played Texas A&M uh, CC. What's that? What's Texas A&M CC? Corpus Christi. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Listen, so that's got, an agriculture when got, school. When you got five names, when you got five yeah. names in your in your school name, you're, you're not any good. Texas yeah. A&M, Corpus Christi, I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, that's like that's like IUPUI, you know, Indiana University, Purdue University of Indiana. Like that's a school, IUPUI. Yeah. Yeah, come on. How good are you gonna be? You got five five names. So let so so you know they blew out they blew out Corpus Christi, they blew out Maryland. But is this is this the time, you know, and that that they're gonna run into this buzzsaw of the San Diego State defense? I'm not saying that San Diego State can beat them. I'm saying can they cover? They're getting seven. I'll tell you right now, listen, if they get past San Diego State, which shouldn't be hard for them. Yeah. The next game, 
be the winner of Princeton Creighton. They're going to crush that. They're, they're in the Final Four. I think Alabama's already in the Final Four. No one's going to beat them in that region. The number two well, seed's gone. No, you're right. I mean, so what do you do though here? Well, Arizona, do you Arizona was the number two seed in that 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 region. I, Alabama's they got a walkover. They're going to no, they're gonna struggle. They'll struggle a little bit with San Diego State. San Diego State's tough. I don't know how tough they are offensively. They'll struggle a little bit, but I think Alabama's going to win every game by 20 points in this region. I don't think anyone's going to get near them. So even though San Diego State's obviously going to be the best cop they've met so far in March Madness, you think, and they got the D, seven still isn't a lot. Is Seven's not a lot of points. No. So, you know, it's almost like we got to take chalk. It's almost yeah. like yeah. I feel confident minus seven with Alabama. That's so weird. It's like a lot of points. But that's the most yeah, points of that's the most points we've rolled again rolled with the whole tournament. Like I oh, mean, yeah, you know, there, there's a couple more games. Houston's a seven point favorite over Miami, and Creighton's a ten point favorite over Princeton. Which, which I'm telling you right now, Princeton's going to surprise Creighton. Well, Creighton's another one of those teams. So let's take let's take Alabama. Let's take Alabama minus the seven. Now let's go to Miami Houston. Now where's this game at? This is the other region. This is Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. This thing's in Kansas City, Missouri. So this is an interesting game. Like, I don't know here. Like, Miami getting seven. I kind of like Miami. I do, too. And also, uh, is, is uh, Marcus Sasser, he's going to play, right? But he's the one that's got the bad groin. Is he going to play? Yeah, he's going to play. Yeah, he said he's going to yeah, play. Yeah, but he, they put him in before, and he, and he didn't finish. You know, like, the groin honored. Yeah, but exactly. I, I I like Miami. I have a weird feeling that this is one of those games that can go either way. I like and Miami this, too. Seven points is too many points to give Miami. I like that guy Wong. What's his name? Yeah. Isaiah Wong. Yeah, where is that guy? There he is. Yeah, he's he's yeah, he's a, he's their guard, right? Yeah, he's their big scorer. He's from Piscataway. He's from Piscataway, New Jersey. Isaiah oh, see, Wong. He's tough. Yeah. yeah, he's he's tough. Sixteen points a game. Maybe this is the game. If Sasser plays or he doesn't play or he plays a little, then he's out. Maybe this is the game that Houston's going to – they'll barely win, and, and Miami can beat them. I think Miami's got that team that's kind of built for these tournaments. So, I, I mean, I would take Miami plus the seven. Yeah. Well, you know, Miami's uh, coach is Jim Laranega. Yeah, where do I know that guy? Where do I know that? I think he led George Mason to the Final Four like 15 years ago or something like that. I think he was the coach at George Mason. Remember when George Mason made the Final Four? Yeah. Their best player had to go to the NFL because he was he wasn't he was too big for the basketball. Yeah. Yeah. So then he went then he went from there to Miami, or did he go somewhere in between? Might have gone somewhere in between. But Jim Laranega, he's he's a good coach. He's a he looks like Bayheim's brother. Really? Yeah, he looks just like Bayham. He's ancient. Like, you, you, you know. <laughs> um, okay, so, all right, so we're going we're gonna to take, take Miami plus the seven. We're going to take that one. Now, yeah, this him. game. Listen, if you Google Laranega, yeah, you're going to think he's Bayham's younger brother. Like, like, he looks just like him. Yeah, he coached at um, George Mason for 15 years. And then in 2011, he went to Miami. He's been in Miami for 12 years now. Like he's so he's a good coach. Yeah, because they've good been coach. good. They've been yeah. good the last decade. They've been really good. They put together some really good teams. Yeah, no, this guy's a good coach. He's about he coached at Davidson in the early 70s. 
as assistant. He coached at American International. Virginia mm-hmm. is an, he was a Virginia assistant in the late seventies, early eighties when Jeez. they had Ralph Sampson. Holy when they had Ralph Sampson, no. he was a, he was the assistant then. I like that. That's even more to like them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, and Houston, I still have a grudge against Houston anyway, even though I pick Houston in our pool, in our Believe Network pool. I still have uh, bad feelings about Houston uh, because I gonna, took them. I took them back in, them, in what was it? What year was that I took them? 80? That was uh, 1983. Yeah. I took them and and, and I at, at college, and I was the guy. I was riding high. I was hitting games. And I then one guy, one guy, one guy had North Carolina State. One guy. And I was like, I didn't even, I, I was like, who the heck? Wait, and then it was wait, this Nibeli, guy. Nibeli yeah. North Carolina State. How did he pick North Carolina State? I, I, he's the only guy who picked them. You know and what? I, I bet you Novelli picked them because they had the Italian coach. and he wanted That's to stick the only the reason he picked them. Well, They're, I'm happy that Novelli won then. Yeah, because I would have won. If Novelli, if Novelli did have NC State, it didn't matter who had whoever the other team was going to be. I was so far ahead. I was crushing it. And I, 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 so I still have nightmares at Lorenzo Charles. Like, I'm like, this is, so I still have, I don't like Houston. Like I like them, but I don't. Yeah. So that game, that's good. It's my ax to grind game. I'm going to take right. Miami plus to seven. So now yeah. let's get into uh, Princeton crate. And I know who I'm going to take here. I'm taking I, Princeton. I, Princeton. I don't care what anyone says. In I'm fact, I got an Princeton. idea. I got an idea here. Here's a tricky uh, little angle that that the Sharks know how to how to place a bet. What we're going to do here, Creighton's got, look at this, the, on the ESPN app, it's like Creighton's uh, 87.9% to win the game. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, what are they, the Blue Jays? Yeah. Yeah, the Blue the Jays. Blue Jays in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, in Omaha, yeah. Nebraska, huh? Yeah. yeah, that's weird. You got Blue Jays in Omaha? I don't know. I guess they got him in Toronto and in Omaha. I, they got I Warren know. Buffett. They got Warren Buffett in Omaha. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. Is that where Buffett is in Omaha? Yeah, that's why they call him the Omaha Oracle. Oh, yeah, because he lives in this house that he's had for the last 40 years or something. Yeah, and he right? goes yeah. to the McDonald's drive-thru every morning and gets the same thing. Yeah, you got to love that. And he he only, gets, and he, and he, you know what his wife does? Is he like McMuffin? Yeah, he gets a McMuffin and a Coca-Cola. His wife gives him the money like you. we used to get lunch money when we went yeah. to school. Before yeah. he leaves the house, his wife gives him the exact amount of money he needs to go through the drive through I'm not kidding you. True story. The guy's crazy. So what we're going to do here, I love Princeton. I love the coach. Um, you well, know, he, he, was the, he was the point guard when they beat UCLA in 95 or 96. And, and I saw an interview last night on one of my favorite shows, um, Scott Van Pelt, SVP. I love him. I, I, I like that guy so much that, like, he's one of those guys, like, I like Stanford Steve. I like the angle with Stanford Steve. But I really like um, – is, is that the bad beat guy? Yeah. Oh, I love I, that. I love I the mean, bad beat guy, yeah. But just, just – I love I love Van Pelt. He's just, he's just really, really good. Like, he's one of those guys, like, you get information, he's funny, he's calm. And yeah. he's a really good. He's a really good interviewer. He's a really good interviewer. It's like amazing. So he had the Princeton coach on last night. Yeah. And the Princeton coach was really nice guy. Very thankful. He said, "I don't want my picture up anymore. That famous picture of me when we beat UCLA." He goes, "We need to put a new picture up of this team. We got to find that picture, that iconic picture, and we need to put it up now." He said, "It's my yeah, team. This is these. Yeah. Guys. It's these guys. They, they, you know, we it's need." Great. We need these guys. So he just seems like a nice guy, down-to-earth guy. Yeah. And this is a great Cinderella story. So what we're going to do, what I would like to do, T, 
is I would take plus nine and a half. Do you have 10 or nine and a half? 10? I got 10. All right, plus 10. And then guess what you do? You sprinkle a little extra money on the money line. Oh, okay. So plus nine and a half. Then you sprinkle some extra money on the money line, which is plus 360. So you take Princeton, right? Plus the nine and a half. And then you take the upset. But you put more money on the plus nine and a half than the Princeton money line. But you take it because you could win both bets. This is a shark move. When you're looking at a team that's got a a heavy line dog and you think they could win the game, this could be that game that you could make like double a double whammy here. Funny that you you talked about the the Princeton coach, right? You know, yeah. Um, you know, I, what, what is his name? What's the Princeton coach's name? Um, I don't even know. He was number twenty four, wasn't he? Or 20? yeah, but um, so Mitch Henderson. Was, Mitch Henderson. That's his name. No, wait a minute. Wait, that's, that's not up. him. That Hang on. Sound like his name. No, that's not his name. That's not him. Here he is. What the heck's his name? You sure it's not Mitch Henderson? It is Mitch Henderson. Okay. I never it is. Yeah, Mitch Henderson. Okay. And he was number 24, right? right? Well, because the reason I bring it up is that the Creighton coach is Greg McDermott, right? Greg McDermott's son is Doug McDermott, who plays in the NBA. He was a great yeah. college player for Creighton. He's been in the yeah. NBA for many, many years. He's a good shooter, right? Great you know? shooter, yeah. But Greg McDermott got in trouble a couple years ago because the team was struggling, and he told the players, let's all stay on the plantation. Let's not leave the plantation. Oh, and he got killed. Like, he almost lost his job. You know, I mean, like, what a stupid thing to say to a bunch of college basketball players. You know, trying to emphasize, like, listen, yeah, he was trying to emphasize, like, stay home. Everybody, what you Everybody stay in the team. He talked about stay on the plantation. And oh. then, of course, it got out immediately. So he had to apologize, like, you know, day in and day out, like all these, like, emotional apologies. And I think he even had to go to some kind of counseling or something, you know, sensitivity. So he just he, – he flubbed. He flubbed. It was an honest flub. Yeah. But, it's like, but, but think about it, though. I mean, it was an honest flub. But what – that's a terrible flub. I mean, whoever brings up a plantation, who does that? Yeah, why – I would just say just, just stay in your room. Like, wouldn't you just say to stay no, home, stay in your room? No, I think he was talking about, like, figuratively speaking, stay within the oh. team concept. Like, stay within the team concept. Oh. Like, you know oh. what I mean? Like, so I think he was saying, like, you know, stay in your lane. Like, let's stay together. Oh. Right? Like, because the team was struggling, and he used plantation instead of, like, let's stick together as a team. Let's st- like, he could have just said, let's stick together as a team, but he said plantation, oh. which – which he got, like, again, he got killed for. He was, he's overcome it, you know, so it, it might have been an isolated incident. But that's, like, the most ridiculous screw-up. Yeah. He's been coaching college basketball forever. That's what you come up with? Yeah. Are they – they're Big East now? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're big. They're, 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 they're good. I mean, they're, they're a good program. Big East, and they're in the middle of the, their flyover states, and they're in Big East. It's yeah, stupid. <laughs> it's like I mean, it's like come on, it's like they're in Nebraska. It's Big East. It bothers me, but anyway, well, I think that I think that it had to be that way just because I know. I mean, the Big East has to. Um, the Big East has to. You know, they lost like Syracuse. Like they lost yeah. like all these teams. They, yeah. they lost Pittsburgh. You know, and so the way the Big East was created was off of television markets. 
That's how it was created. Dave Gavin put it together. He yeah. got Washington, he got Washington, D.C., yeah. Philadelphia, New York, and Boston. He got the big TV markets in, in uh, the East Coast, and he and he built a, 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 a conference. He built a basketball conference around those TV markets. Yep. So it automatically skyrocketed to the top because it had all the viewership. Yep. I mean, Syracuse and St. John's, they were the New York market, obviously. Yep. Villanova, Georgia. they had the Pittsburgh market, they had the Boston, Boston College, Philly, Philly, you know, Philly yeah, market. UConn, UConn was part of the New York market, yeah, Villanova was Philly, and yeah. then, um, you know, then you got Georgetown down in DC. So it yeah. wasn't just, it was just a, a genius, absolute genius, uh, uh, conference to put together. I went, um, I went one time, I went and visited uh, Providence, Rhode Island, and there's a street, Dick Gavitt Way. Oh, it should, yeah, there's shoot. Yeah, it's down, it's actually in Little Italy, I think, I, where I saw it. Yeah, yeah he's like no, the king he there. The coach, he was the coach at Providence when yep. um, I think they made the Final Four yes. with er, Ernie DiGregorio and yeah. Marvin Badnews Barnes. Remember Marvin Badnews yep. Barnes? Yeah. Was Ernie was Ernie D one of the best Italian point guards ever? Well, he was in college, but but then he got to the NBA and he couldn't jump over to Sunday Times. I mean, Vin, so Vinny bad. Del Negro is Italian. Well, what do you think? No. Of course so he's the there. best. He's the best because he was pretty good in the NBA. So he's the yeah. best Italian point guard probably ever. Yeah, Vinny Del Negro. Well, he wasn't a point guard. He was a shooting guard. All right. So, well, yeah. guard play, though. He was, he was, he was, he was better. Ernie D. Uh, so wait, they had Ernie D. and Barnes. That was a good team. Marvin yes. Barnes. Yeah. Marvin, Bad News Barnes, they called him. Bad News yeah. Barnes. Where was he from? I don't know where he was from, but I know he played in the ABA, like for the St. Louis yeah. Spirit or something like that. And they yes, said it was the St. Louis Spirit. It was. They said it was always a 50-50 that he made it to the game. Like you know, the St. Louis Spirit was in that deal, right when they merged. Well, the, the brothers, a, the two yeah, brothers. The ABA, well, no, when the ABA and NBA yeah. wasn't St. Louis Spirit part of that merger, or they well, got no, kicked out. They didn't. They didn't make. They, they didn't, didn't make, make it, it right. So they made some TV deal with the NBA that lasted for fifty years or something or forty yeah. years. NBA yeah, finally, finally paid him out and got him out of it. But yeah, um, they were smart, right? They were the one that didn't make the league, but then they got paid. They made more or, than the teams that made the league. They yeah, they were smart. Million. Yeah, it was great. They were really smart. Okay, so wait a minute. So, so we're gonna take Princeton, Creighton game. We're gonna take Princeton, the Tigers, the smart school, over to school from Omaha, and we're gonna take the plus nine and a half, and we're gonna take the money line and sprinkle the money line of Princeton, which is plus I think three sixty. Now we got to get to the last game on Friday night, nine forty five p.m. CBS. Xavier against Texas. This is a barn burner. This one, Mink. Yeah, this is gonna be great. I, I don't. I, this is also in Kansas City, Missouri. This is a. I mean, I know right off the bat, people just are gonna say Texas, but. Mm. Well, I'm pulling for Texas in this one because their coach is Rodney Terry. Now, Rodney Terry took over the team in the middle of the year because their their head coach Chris Beard, who was a great head coach, he took Texas Tech to the final the final game like a few years ago. He choked his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. He... I think I think he choked her so hard he left his fingerprints on her neck. Yes. Right. And so then uh, he got he got suspended. And then he eventually fired him. And then the girlfriend came out and said, no, he didn't really choke me. Like, you know, so the charges were dropped. And anyway, Chris Beard, I think he's a new coach at Mississippi. The Ole Miss, he got the head job at Ole Miss. But but this guy, Rodney Terry, takes over in the middle of the season. They were already a good team. Like, the Beard can coach. Chris Beard is a great coach, great recruiter. You know, he just made a mistake, like a huge mistake. 
But so this guy, Terry, takes over. He's a nobody. He's a backup coach. I, mean, I, I don't know. He, I guess he was named Big 12 Conference Coach of the Year. Yeah. Right? He's an interim coach. So if he can win this game, get them to the Elite Eight, like he's going to probably get the head job. I don't know if he's going to get the head job next year. I don't know if they're going to yeah, get the Yeah, come on. It's ridiculous. Just hey, give the guy know, the job. It's Texas. They might want – they might want a big high name. profile, yeah. Oh, they might want like a high profile guy. Yeah. You know, I don't know, but um, I mean, they like Rick Patino, Rick, like Rick Patino, but he's gone. <laughs> would have been perfect for this job. Yeah, well, too bad. <laughs> snake oil down in Texas. Yes, Ricky. Ricky is a. Snake I bet you, Rick. I, read, I bet you, Rick Patino loves like like um. Like a you know, like a clam, you know, like a clam clam pasta dish, little white wine, garlic, olive oil. I don't know, Rick Pitino. I bet Rick you he loves that. I bet you he loves that. Like a little, like something like that. Light. He probably loves that dish. Um, wait a minute here. I'm gonna go with you on this. You know, I like it. the thing about Xavier. I think sometimes I root for them because doesn't Bill Murray love them? Isn't that know. his team? Yeah, Bill Murray. I think roots for them. I don't even. Did he go he there? Root for an Indiana team. I don't. I don't know. No, he roots for them. I have no idea. He didn't go to school there, right? Oh, did he even go to school? No, he didn't. He didn't do nothing. That guy. Oh, he just became yeah. an actor. But I think if you look it up, I think that's his favorite team. He goes to the NCAA tournament. I think he roots for Xavier. Well, maybe. Can you it look that he, up? I'm looking. For, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm looking up right now. Bill Murray and Xavier University basketball are connected. See? He's be, oh, he's become a huge fan. Um, for his son Luke, I guess his son Luke went there. What? He did he play ball? Yeah, no, he, I don't know. Let me see. No, uh, that's why the connection. Okay, because he's at the games. He's going to be at this game. I guarantee you'll be at the game in in the stands watching this game. So oh, his son, his son's an assistant coach. Ah, oh, there you he, go. He's on Chris Mack's staff. All righty, okay, all right. Yeah, so that's why. Well, that's good. So you think you think the coach. Like we throw a little zinger here, like the Xavier coach. Like, how about this? Instead of having an inspirational figure come in the locker room to give a speech, you let Bill Murray come in and give a speech. Like in reverse, like maybe a funny yeah. speech, and then the funny speech like calms the guys down and they go out and win because they're relaxed. Yeah, he should like do the stripe speech. Yeah, like, remember the stripe speech when he? I remember he got those guys to practice the uh, the drill for this. You know, like for the yeah. Yeah, like, I mean the one great. where he went. Um, yeah, where they did the guns, they were yeah. flipping them around well, and all he, that. How did, he, how did he? I forget. How did he got to them? He said something about we're the, like he said we're like we're the weapon. I forget what he used in that speech. But it was a good speech. But he, I would, I would actually try to do that if if you got to the final four, I would have him do that because I think sometimes you got to take down the tension and the pressure, and he would be perfect. He would be perfect at that. Okay, so this last game, the last game of the night, Xavier, Texas. Texas is minus four over under 149. Could this be an over game? Could we take that instead? Yes, yes. Although Texas is a good defensive team too. No, but Bill Murray's speech and stripes was that we're mutants. He said there's it. something wrong with us. There's something very, very wrong with us. That yeah. would be a great. That would be a great speech. <laughs> Manny T. Manny T. Used to call people that all the time. All the time. Yeah. All the time. That guy. Whatever happened to that Portuguese nut? Crazy nut. Yeah, Manny T. Is crazy, right? Yeah, he is crazy. The Portuguese guy. He's crazy. Um, 
Remember that time we were playing volleyball at the beach and the, we were playing against these girls. We just met them and I was picking up that one girl and Manny got mad at me and he kicked sand at me. <laughs> and he got mad at me. You're, oh, you're, you're trying, you're in. I mean, we just met the girls. We all played volleyball. It was, well, it was because he, he thought he had a connection with her. Yeah. And it wasn't yeah. like, it wasn't like the movie scene from Top Gun where those guys with the shirts off and they're playing that great volleyball match. Remember Tom Cruise, Vel Kilmer and all those guys. This was like a bunch of has-beens. We were out there with the tr trying to get the ball over the net. And I just was like, you know, just going to talk to the girl. And he got all mad because he thought he, you know, Manny would always do that. Remember the girl was his. If he said, if, if you just, that's the way it is. This girl's mine. And he got mad at me. Remember he kicked sand at me or something. He kicked sand on you. Yeah. And then I, and then I, then I used, then I did a reverse uh, sweep and I knocked him down. Remember I did a, a karate I sweep. I remember that. I remember yeah. I karate swept him right in front of everybody. Yeah. I karate swept him and he went down what and he got do? really embarrassed. It was like, it was like one of those stupid things. And I think I got the girl. Oh my god! <laughs> but Manny was so funny like that. But anyway, um, and Manny could never play hoop. He, he was a terrible uh, athlete. I think at, at, at the end, of he was a terrible athlete. Come on, I'd be Frank Domenico and the Dominicos could box, right? And Malachi and those guys played football. They could play other sports. Me and you could play a lot of different sports. But Manny, I don't remember Manny could ever play anything. No, he was. He have, no, really, you know that's true. He never played nothing. The guy, like, what did he, what did he do? It's like he never. No, he you know, like every guy anything. you know had his thing, right? And he some had more than one sport. Yeah. I don't really remember Manny. You know, he he, he was not, well, not an no, athlete. He couldn't, he couldn't play hoop. He couldn't play anything. Yeah, he yeah, didn't yeah. play anything. He didn't no. play nothing. He didn't even play on the on the drama team. Yeah. All right, so let's go here. We're we're gonna take. Would you rather take? Texas minus four or the over 149? No, I like Texas minus four in this game. All right. All right I'm going to go with you on this because yeah. I think you feel strongly about yeah. this. We're going to bet against Bill Murray and his son and that they're going to go down. And uh, and we're going to we're going to take Texas minus four. OK, so let's let's do a recap. This is Friday, March 24th. Bookie beat down bets. Sweet 16. And this is the. The recap of it, we're going to take Alabama minus the seven and a half. We're laying big, big blind there. We're going to take Miami plus seven. seven. Yep. We're going to take that plus seven. Then we're going to take Princeton, Princeton plus, nine, plus and nine and a half. And, and we're going to take the money line on Princeton. Yeah. We're going to sprinkle in some extra to make 100 makes 360. So we're going oh, to. Oh, I like that money line. I, like I mean, come on. It's like lot. crazy. They can yeah. win that game. They can win that game. Absolutely. And then we're going to. We're going to take the Longhorns, hook them horns in the burnt orange against Bill Murray and Xavier, and we're going to take Texas minus four. So we actually have one, two, three, four. We have five selections yep. on Friday, March 24th, the Sweet 16. I yep. mean, I think we're going to be hot. I mean, I, when we come back next week before the you know the next round, I think there's going to be a lot of people happy with our, our so, selections. Yeah. And and the only person that won't be happy with us is Seth Greenberg. No, he's going to be fine. We'll get Seth on the show. We're you know what we should Seth, do? Yeah. We should have a a, 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 a a selections next round against Seth Greenberg and Cats. They pick who they want to pick, and we go head-to-head. -head, and then we make our picks, and we see who can make some better picks here. Yeah, come on. 
They got a coach and an announcer. They should be able to make really good picks. Who's that? Seth and Katz? Yeah, and they go head to head against us. Let's go. Yeah, well, let's get them on there. Let's go. Let's, do you I think we could? Do, do you think we? Do you think we could beat them in two on two? Seth and, and Katz? Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. I mean, Katz is younger than us, but yeah, we could beat them. Is right Greenberg now. tall? Is Greenberg tall? Well, he's a, yeah, he's a college. He played at Fairleigh Dickinson University. Uh, Seth Greenberg's a college player. Yeah. Sure. What's he six? What six? Six two? Six three? Well, I mean, he's got. I bet he's six feet. I bet he's a, he's mm-hmm. over six feet. Yeah. So he would try to he try to post and toast us. He would think well, he could post and that's toast. If he could, that's if he could still move. I would deny him the ball all yeah. over the court. No, I would just overplay. deny. We would just deny. You overplay. You used to have him. that. You used to have that James Worthy move where you would go up and under, yeah. right, with the pivot foot. But everyone yep. used to call travel on you all the time. But like that's travel. travel. But you're like that's not travel. I invented a euro step before yeah, the euro step. Euro step. Yeah, yeah, before even that, and then and then I, me and you could play D. See, I think people, you know, like look at us. They go, ah, these guys, they they can play. Me and you are lockdown D. We played oh, lockdown wow. D at the YMCA. We we didn't want. Remember, I walked off the court that one time. The guy wasn't playing D. I'm, I'm not playing Wait, with this guy. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. Well, the I, reason, but the reason that we could play D at the YMCA was because we would play. We would play at half court, pick the guard up at half court. Yeah. We never gave him a free, like, you never free entry no. into the lane. Like, they hated that. Yeah. And I yeah, think we yeah. could do the, I think we could do the same against uh, Seth Greenberg and Katz. Denied a ball, denied a ball, denied a ball. Well, let, a couple pick just, and rolls. I think we should just go at their, we should just go head to head on our picks first rather than we get into a game, right? I mean, yeah, I mean we, got, right. we got next segment will be unveiled next month. Yeah. All right. And maybe we yeah. can get them to be in that. Yeah, we'll see. About I'll play. That, yeah. We can play them right off the yeah. bat. We'll play two on two. Okay, that's yeah, good. We got. We got next segment. will come. All right. So that's that. All right. So old Meta sweats, Barry D and Tommy T. Thank you for listening and watching. Go to your favorite podcast platform and go to YouTube to watch us in video in in real life. And uh, and and please uh, have a good time watching Sweet Sixteen. Don't you know? Don't overindulge. But please, you know, take our picks. But just don't bet the house on it, but you can bet because yeah. we're, we're, we're hot right now. We're really hot. Remember, everybody out there, we won't try harder next time. So, so don't even ask us. Yeah, so don't even ask us. We're doing our best, and if that's not good enough, then, you know, whatever. And, um, okay, so, Tommy, good, good show. And um, I'm looking forward to watching these starting tomorrow. I'm, like, excited. Right, me too, buddy. I can't wait. All right, buddy. All right. All right buddy. Adios. I'll see you, buddy. Good job. All right. Thank you, Tommy T. All right, man. I'll see you. Good, good job, job. Buddy. All right, later, man. Later. Yeah. Hey, yo. Put your hands together for old men and sweat. Old men and sweat. Put your hands together, y'all. Barry B. Tommy T. We're going to have a good time tonight. Let's go. Let's go. It's old men and sweat.